Hi, my name is Sarah. My name is Mujib. And welcome to another episode of Let's Get To It. This is episode 25, and I don't think we have a title, um, but we're online. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to our faces. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. And it's funny because like we're we're on a call and so i i'd like just reach over here to do something real quick on this but then i remember i'm on camera so i stop you know so we're gonna see all those funny little quirks we're we're gonna fumble and stumble our way through this which is gonna make it all the more endearing mm. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah this is our 25th episode which is pretty cool mm-hmm. pretty amazing and we're we're taking that leap we're going um we're, we're we're trying the video thing yeah it's a good thing to do on a 25th episode like to just it, it it worked out that way just ironically we weren't even i didn't think about it in that in that context yeah we kind of have a habit of of this sort of thing episodes lining up and it's not super scripted that way mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so um but i think we had talked about kind of um exploring our last episode if you guys didn't catch it and you should it was on the topic of excellence and um i think we're going to kind of talk about either some of those blockages or how to deal with um roadblocks um is that what you were thinking yeah and and a little bit of like the because there was a there was an aspect of that conversation that kind of danced around um talking ourselves up or like as as individuals like meeting meeting an occasion and stepping up to it um, and how that ability to desire to step up to the occasion or to be you know challenged with the thing that you're going to have to overcome that's going to equal an excellent instance right Mm -hmm. so like you know you're not a champion unless you're in the championship sort of idea so like you have to decide that first you want to be able to be in that arena but then also that you want to do all the things necessary to exist in that arena um and so in the idea of talking about um up talking ourselves there's also the reality of like how do you deal with the the down talk or the negative self-talk and um definitely in this moment it makes me also just think of things around the idea of like negative self-image and 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 the image that we have to hold as individuals that allow us to um to face challenges and overcome them in, in a pursuit of excellence mm-hmm. what's I'm, I'm i keep thinking about kind of um you know sort of actual blockages and then perceived blockages mm-hmm. but then there's that relationship to the perceived is the real um, and kind of how that plays out. Like if, if you think it's an obstacle, then it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And I know we've talked about a few times in other podcasts, sort of the, the power to sort of will something into being, both good and bad. Mm. Um, you know, how do we create our own obstacles? Um, how do we overcome those? And then how do we deal with, you know, very real obstacles that are out there in general? Right. Um, right. You know, and, and navigating that through the, the self-talk. I don't know anybody who hasn't had to deal with, you know, that that sort of negative self-talk on the on one of their, their shoulders <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's really and hard there's a there's an idea too that that it's there we have to be that scrupulous like i have to scrutinize my own situation enough to have that other side of my shoulder that's gonna say like well can you really do it you mm-hmm. know because i should be asking myself that question too um and i think that you know like and there's a dog barking for the UPS man. Um. <laughs> of course. Well, I just had like a fighter jet or something fly overhead. So, you know, this, this is in real time. Right, right, I, We right. should tell our listeners, I guess I'm broadcasting from Burlington, Vermont. Mm-hmm. In the I'm heart of the city. From Marshfield, Vermont, in the heart of the forest, pretty much. East Callis, up on the hills. So um, we've got the, the heart of the forest sounds. Because probably not a lot of people around. So when there is one, the dog goes goes off right right right, exactly um she'll do that until the ups man drives away that's fine (laughs) that's how that goes um but as far as you know like um wow i'm really just trying to gather my train of thought again after after that um yeah that just took my train of thought right away so well, we're talking about sort of the the negative self-talk that might just sort of live, mm-hmm. kind of be that specter, um, mm-hmm. you know, with us at all times, right, or maybe right. not. 
So I was uh-huh. I was discussing that instance um, yesterday in the fact that um, like I need I personally need that 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 mm-hmm. voice that's gonna say like well am I capable of it because in the process of me going through the self talk that allows me to arise or arrive at the yes I am capable of going through that it it's it hardens me you know mm. it, it 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 strengthens my resolve like I've actually looked at it because I had that moment of doubt and I shored up that doubt you know it's like it's like if you're if you're climbing a rock or something like that and you suspect that the knot is tied wrong you're better off looking at the knot too than mm. not just like convincing yourself that you know how to tie knots right you know what I mean right uh, if you're if you've checked the knot five times and now you're on the rock wall and then you start wondering if the knot is tied right, well then that I think is a little bit closer to what we're talking about. Like, how are you going to get up there if you don't trust that your knot is correct anymore? Because somehow, some magical way, the knot that you checked five times before you got off the ground has changed and now mm-hmm. isn't right. You know what I mean? Mm. So when I think about negative self-talk, I, especially in the instance of trying to achieve something, I think about it in that way. Like, mm. you know, you've already done so much to get here. Why wouldn't you be capable of doing the next thing too? Right. Well, okay. I have a question for you then. Are you the type of person that is motivated by the act of someone saying, I don't think you can do that? Mm. Is that like, is that fuel for your fire or... Or no, you're not even worried about what someone else is saying. How do, how do you deal with that or, or people's, you know, perceptions or what someone else might say to you? Right. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Honestly, I think I, I habitually try to avoid that type of person in mm. my life. You know, yeah. that, that, like the idea that I would be sitting in, in proximity of somebody who would say that to me in, in, response to my idea or my goal uh being expressed um mm. i think i've kind of specifically tried to weed that out um yep. but from myself my own perspective um it is a motivator i think that if you were to tell me right now that you didn't think i was capable of doing something um that i told you i was i was planning on doing um I wouldn't dampen my ability to go for my thing, but it would definitely like. It's a, it's a you're raining on a parade. Like it, it, you can't, you can't not change the mood when you do that. So for me, I don't know if if that answers your question. If I'm motivated by it or not, but like, um, it's definitely not. It's not a good thing. Like it, it wouldn't <laughs> boost my 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 mood in the moment if somebody had something like that to say to me. Oh sure, yeah, and and I'm just you know I, I kind of think about like an underdog mentality or, or, you know, Mm -hmm. when you're, when you're underestimated, you know, if I, if I think about it from, from a personal standpoint, sometimes like I, like I dare you to underestimate me, like go for Mm it. Um, Mm -hmm. and that just sort of adds, I don't know. Um, you know, I don't feel like I have to prove anything to anybody else, which is a good place to be in. Um, but you know, definitely I've been in situations where I've felt underestimated or, Mm -hmm. you know, that maybe, I don't have the knowledge base or the expertise. Um, so, you know, sometimes I carry that with me a little bit and I'm like, yeah, no, I can do that. And I'm about to show you. Uh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you know, not that I invite that criticism, but like it's, you know, it's out there. Um, totally. And it's not always um, explicit. Sometimes it's really implicit in just a conversation, you know, especially in the business world. You know, you have conversations mm-hmm. with different people and when, you're you're interacting with either people in real estate or people in finance or um you know you can catch a whiff of when someone's kind of like a little skeptical like um about your abilities and um when i kind of when i sense that skepticism it just it's like oh well i'm gonna show you Mm -hmm. so i kind of i i use that skepticism usually and i don't throw it in their face i'm not super um i don't necessarily say that or even acknowledge that feeling or that sense of skepticism, but I'm like, well, you know, you'll be, you'll be breathing the smoke of my b- burnt tires. <laughs> Eat my dust. That yeah, sort of kind thing. Of, yeah, yeah, kind I hear of. you. So I was thinking about in, in sort of in that terms, if you've ever kind of felt like, mm-hmm. all right, mm-hmm. I'm kind of fueled by if it, you know, if there's any kind of sense of this underestimating my power and, you know, ability. Yeah, I mean, I'd say 
in in hindsight, yes, but not not particularly. I mean, I've I've been in I've been in circles and had conversations where somebody will say some off-brand comment about like why this person's going to be capable of living the life that they want to live and they're going to have an easier time than I would have or something like that. Um, and I don't like when I think back to those moments, I see how that kind of like washes over me in a way mm-hmm. I don't hold on to it and use that as a, like, okay, I'm going to show you um, right. because I don't necessarily at that point value that person mm. like that, 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 that avatar. I don't Mm -hmm. really value that person enough to like hold on to them as a person of motivation. You know what I mean? Mm, Like I'm, mm. I'm already so motivated by the, the, the drive that pushes me. So my faith, my family, my desires, all the different things that I want to see in my life, like those things are already so, such a motivator for me that, you know, the avatar of person who might say something negative that, that would, that would fuel my fire I, d- I wouldn't give them any they're not any fuel like that's punk wood you know it doesn't mm. work right it's not the yeah stuff to burn. well i love i love that too it, it re- actually reminds me of an earlier conversation that you and i had about you know the the external validation mm-hmm. or different mm-hmm. points and i think i think actually if you can not be too swayed or dissuade by those external opinions. Like who cares what that person, it's like you're, you're on your grind no matter what, because if you're super reliant on the love and acceptance of others, then as soon as you don't have that, it's going to completely derail you. Right. Right. So, um, so I totally appreciate that too. And I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm still in recovery for like, you know, <laughs> needing all those external validators. Right. Um, right. but it's definitely something that, that's still, like sticks with me as someone that was that kind of like validation junkie um, mm-hmm. for a long time, you know, like making sure approval seeking behavior and stuff like that. So right, right, it's, right. it's definitely an awesome evolved place. If you're, if you're just like, I love that. Like this is just punk wood, like whatever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's great. Yeah. And the more you kind of, you know, can cultivate and curate that circle of, um, you know, just quality people in your life. Again, mm-hmm. that idea that, you know, excellence attracts excellence and kind of, you know, the people that you surround yourself with or, you know, they don't always have to agree with you. It's not about agreeing, but like, you know, just supportive in nature. Um, Totally, totally. And constructive in whatever sort of criticism that that they're going to have. Like, you know, I, I, I welcome somebody asking me how I think I'm going to be able to do what I'm going to do or like to question, you know, what my, my tactics or my, my motives are or, Mm -hmm. or what my, what some of my benchmarks might be like even if somebody's asking me in that sort of like condescending way to be like well how do you know when you're going to do the thing you know um even that because it's constructive like you're making me have to think it, mm-hmm. it's it's thought-provoking like that's that's welcome that's cool that's how i'm gonna talk out my that's how i'm gonna come up with my my dialogue around it is mm-hmm. by talking about it you know like when i first saw the visions of what i'm doing now um you know, like definitely there was all of the, there was there, I, I butted up against folks that pointed out the, the things that I lacked in mm-hmm. my ability to do this. Right. So, um, you know, let's say five years ago to in over that five year period, I've gathered certain personal resources and now I'm able to operate in a certain way to execute my ideas that I might've had five years ago as I built the resources to now operate and execute. Um, you know, if somebody pointed out the fact that I lacked those resources then and asked me, like, how I'm going to get those things, then I welcome that always. Mm-hmm. You know, I definitely am not necessarily going to be too long around somebody who's going to tell me that I lack those resources and therefore I can't do what it is that I'm talking about. Because, again, it's a, that's like a really closed minded person. If you think that just because you don't have something in front of you now, you're not going to be able to get to that thing. Or right. if you know, more likely in this situation, that person thinks that they have the thing in front of them that will allow them to get to the thing and you don't have what they have. So how in the world are you going to do it? You Mm. know? Um, But again, that's, that's a, that's another short sighted mentality where somebody doesn't see how you might be able to do because you don't have all the things that they have Mm. in their mind that lets them understand why they're capable of doing it. Of course, I'm capable of doing it. I have X, Y, and Z, and you don't have any of that. So how are you going to do it? Well, 
because I can do it without X, Y, and Z. And I have, apparently I have something that you don't have mm-hmm. <laughs> which, <laughs> because I don't, you know what I mean? I don't, right? I don't have all the things that you do have and I can still see a brighter day on the other side of the world, you know, but right. um, that's, again, that, that comes in with, um, with a certain level of optimism. I, I don't know how you just referred to it um, just a moment ago, but it made me think of like, something that I saw earlier where somebody was talking about Dharma and just the idea yeah. of like, you know, hitting these points in life where you're so, where you're so satisfied with the goal that you're going for, you know, it's not even like satisfied, like with the thing that you have, but it's mm-hmm. satisfied with the, like the goal, right? So mm-hmm. like want to do this thing and, and, and I'm happy to wake up to do that every day. Um, you know, that's that, that puts, it kind of brings me up a notch to mm. cloud nine where I'm like, I'm kind of like above, above the rumors on the ground getting too loud, you know, I mean, right, that, that right. sort of idea, like the Jay-Z quote from the Kendrick Lamar song. Um, but just that, that simple idea that's just like, I don't, I'm, it, I can't, I, again, I'm just too motivated by my own process to be demotivated by somebody else. Well, I, I love that too. And the other the thing that's kind of coming up for me now are sort of the qualities of, of humility and curiosity. Hmm. And having, having the humility to sort of, if someone um, not just critiques, but makes suggestions or questions that, you know, to not get defensive. Um, I know, you know, that's one thing I try to continuously work on is not to, um, not to get defensive if asked, like, you know, have you thought about this? Or what are you going to do about this? It's like, okay, no, these are really good questions. I have to have the humility to sort of say, like, I don't have all the answers right now, but I have the confidence to know that, and the curiosity to learn right. and to acquire knowledge and experience. And I just think that those are really two elemental, um, uh, what do I want to call it? Um, characteristics in -hmm. a person that's really striving to 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 evolve and and for excellence and things like that and if you don't have those two things that um it might get really tough if you have too much hubris or um you know too much too much ego involved like "Eh, i'm not gonna listen to that um you know having the humility to like know what you don't know and the curiosity to want to learn right right you know it makes me think of like you know we think of negative self-talk or doubt or something as something that's like holding us back but it makes me really wonder are there instances where you can think that you talked yourself into a bad idea you know like like your positive self-talk actually put you on a limb that wasn't as strong as you thought it might have been yeah absolutely um you know when other things are sort of blinding you um I think too, like I, I always think back to sort of having this internal compass and, and intuition about things. And then sometimes that intuition is blocked by a number of other things. Mm-hmm. Um, and we might not take into account the advice of others. And I, I think of it most saliently and going into a couple of business arrangements with people that just really wasn't a great idea. And I was arrogant enough to think that, no, like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I didn't listen to the advice of others. And I guess in, in, talking myself up so much that I was like, no, I got this. I know exactly what I'm doing and you can't tell me otherwise was just really detrimental. Mm -hmm. And of course, in hindsight, I'm like, all the red flags were there. All of the people that loved me and cared about me were like, yo, yo, (laughs) Mm -hmm. this is, what are you doing? Um, And I chose to shut them out, like really kind of had myself up here, like, no. Um, So I think I've I've made mistakes when I've, and I think that is in, in in a way like, well, this is weird because in a way I thought really highly of myself, but I also thought really lowly of myself. Mm. And that's what allowed me to sort of step into a, tra- a trap. Right, right, So right, I think right. there's this really interest. I don't think it's, I think it's more complex than that. Mm-hmm. So like I, um, I think more highly of myself now to know to listen. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Definitely. In this weird way. But I just... Um, I don't know, does something come to mind for you, an experience in that? Um, I just, it's just something I think about all the time. It's like, yeah. you know, something my brother said to me once. It was just like, it's not what you don't know. It's what you think you know that you're wrong about, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and That's so th- awesome. Like, I always think about that, you know, where it's like, you know, I might, you know, I've, I've definitely, like, here's a good example, right? So just going like full steam with something and not having enough experience with it to understand 
what I'm looking for. So um, you've seen some of the some of the old footage of me with the dreadlocks and the shaved face mm-hmm. and a crowd of people lifting with me and we're doing really slow motion stuff and everything. Um, and there's some really awesome shots, but mm-hmm. like I didn't know enough about the, the process of where I was supposed to be involved in that process to mm-hmm. be able to direct the people who were perceiving themselves as the directors because I ended up with hours of slow motion footage that I'm like, damn, bro, like, you really were shooting the wrong thing the whole time. And, mm. and had I had the foresight to be able to, to, to say like, let me see everything that you're shooting. Like now, I, I, if I have somebody shooting for me, they have a monitor so that I can look at everything that they're shooting, so that I can say like, yes, that's what I want because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm contracting this person to do this thing for me. Like they're doing their job to the fullest. They're turning on the camera. They're pointing it where I tell them to point it. But if I didn't have the idea to where to tell them to point it, then they're going to point it wherever they think to point it that sort Mm. of idea so um in that type of situation me having so much confidence in the fact that like i'm so clearly talking to what this person is and i'm so like wrapped up in the the dream and the vision of oh it's happening it's really coming to be and not double checking triple checking quadruple checking this person just Mm. saying like oh i'm really operating at this level that i dream to be operating at so that everything must be the way that it is so i'm going to give you this stack and you're going to go back and give me you're going to come back with everything that i want so because how else could it go because this is so serendipitously happening in this way um instead of stepping back and being like um i'm gonna bank on the fact that you don't understand what i'm saying and when you pull up the thing i'm gonna look at it and Mm. in through my experience i'm gonna look at it and be like no that's not what i mean and Mm. then they're gonna be like oh what do you mean i'm like yeah no make the letters in the background pop i don't need the whole thing i just need this and then they're gonna be like oh great and then they're give me beautiful photographs and videos and stuff like that um this okay this is like ding ding all these alarm bells are going off for so many things right now because i'm thinking and again over the course of a lot of things that we've talked about Mm. communication stepping into your power knowing Mm. what you want yeah so that sort of holy trinity um i can think back in my own experience actually funnily enough working with the same um photographer videographer um on a project that was probably five years apart Mm. and the difference in those five years in the outcomes of the project and um this photographer videographer is absolutely exceptional um and both actually both products came out great i mean i have um i have nothing ill to say about but either of them but it's really interesting because in the first project i really didn't know what i wanted um, I, I basically had hired someone to kind of shoot a promo video for my fitness business, but I didn't really have a full enough sense of like all of the, all of the details. I was kind of relying on, you know, he was a sports photographer. I'm like, well, he'll know the things to shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, and also even having just a little bit, you know, the little po- power dynamic, um, you know, he's male, I'm female, he's older, I'm a little bit younger. There's all kinds of things that kind of play into some of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whether it wouldn't have been an issue for me to assert myself um, from his perspective, but like things that I was telling myself um, mm-hmm. and just like not really fully owning or knowing what, what it was that I wanted. And so the, the creative process, like it took a really long time to shoot and it actually took a really long time to end up editing because we kind of just got a lot and then we were trying to figure out after. Right, right, right. Like what we had. Fast forward five years, recently I I rehired the same person because we did have a really great relationship and I knew exactly what I wanted. I knew the soundtrack, I storyboarded everything and it was just like straight fire. We got exactly the footage we wanted and the editing process was like so fast. And even he was like, this is awesome. Thank you for like telling me what you wanted. And it, and it made his job a lot easier. Right, and, right. and we were both happy at the mm-hmm. end of the day. So it's just really interesting. Like I feel like, um, but there were five years in between to kind of really even right. feel like for myself that I was in a place like, nope, this is what I want. And you know what? I, I hired this person. Like I'm paying this person. I can tell them what, what are, what's my goal? What's my vision? What am I looking to get out of this? Yes, yes. Um, so yeah, it's sounds like something similar. Right. And in fact, you know, like something I was reading the other day is like, that's what they need. Like, that's what that person <laughs> needs. They need the direction they need. Like they don't, 
they don't wake up with it on their mind. They didn't wake up with this imagery of of what the years that went into this vision has given you, you know? Um, right. But, yeah, and, and it just, it, it, what I was reading, it was in, in reference to a logo, like paying mm. somebody to design a logo for you or something like that. And yep. um, how, you know, like, for instance, the first logo that I had developed for me, it, it like... It's very, it was a cartoon, you know, it's like a cartoon kettlebell on a cartoon Vermont mountains, you know what I mean? I'm um, totally thinking like Space Jam vibes. Very much <laughs> like Space Jam. I'm trying to think of like And what... I haven't seen, I actually haven't seen your original logo, so oh, I don't. It was a little bit more like, um, like Mario on, on a Nintendo 64, like okay. when they first came out with like the three dimensional video games, you know, yep. and it was like Mario clouds and, and could have been a mushroom in the distance on the hillside or something big like shiny kettlebell looked like a cannonball from super mario brothers you know and um (laughs) years later somebody was like man i thought that was a a wheel of cheese on it you know and i was like what do you mean they're like the that that black thing is a kettlebell i thought i always thought that was a wheel of cheese i always wondered like what does that have to do what's with the, it? What's the connection? <laughs> and so, you know, the, the, the moral of the story is I paid somebody and, and, you know, like he had a great vision of what I was saying to him. You know, I want a kettlebell on the hills and I want to show the kettlebell dimensions and the hill, Vermont, it's North Country. That's how we're rocking. And um, he came back with something and was like, here you go. And I was so naive and so happy at the time. I was like, thanks. My logo, I got it. I you love know, it. And I was like, uh, I, exactly. I loved it, and um, and shout out to the guy who made it. It's awesome. Um, but at the same time, and I used it for years and years and years before I redesigned my logo. But mm-hmm. you know, it took me looking at that and just realizing that it wasn't what I what I actually had envisioned, and then finding somebody who could follow my vision, and then. Mm having that person give it to me in a way that then I could manipulate it and make it into what it was that I wanted to make it into. Um, did, did you remember any negative self-talk that went along with that first photo shoot? Like when you got that stuff and you were like, were you like, oh, I'm fucking such a bonehead or anything like that? Yeah, well, you know, I I remember just being really excited about the fact that we were doing a video. Like that felt like an accomplishment like oh okay I'm 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 finally in a position where like I'm a business that's gonna get a promo video kind of thing um but just definitely not not really grasping the the idea of like being in the driver's seat and directing something Mm. like so not that I was actively talking myself out of it but just really not knowing how to be in that position like actively saying like hey guys this this is what i want and um and i think i was thinking about a lot of things just in terms of i'm a i don't know if this is because i'm an empath slash people pleaser but i sometimes have a really hard time of like if i don't like something figuring out how to communicate that Mm. um like i i can think of plenty of occasions where i've sort of accepted something that I actually didn't like it didn't knock me out of the park and maybe it wasn't exactly what I wanted and I just was like oh okay like they did a good job and they tried really hard so like great this this is awesome Mm -hmm. and and realizing that you're not doing anybody any favors and when you do that yourself or the person that presented you with something whatever that is and that it's okay to constructively critique and I'm not the type of person that's gonna trash somebody's work and be like this is you know I'm not that kind of leader or boss or person in general but kind of learning that it's okay if you're not if you're not over the moon about something or you're not pleased with how something came out that you should be honest about that and then say this is what I was thinking or you know this is what I'm looking for um and maybe it's not a right fit or or it is and you can collaborate and edit edit your way through something I personally have struggled with that like how to just like it's okay to tell people that you don't like what they did mm-hmm. and like you're not a jerk that doesn't make you a jerk i think uh-huh. i'm really fearful of someone being like oh <laughs> like, right, right. i don't well, know that's I, so interesting because it's like it it's exactly what we're talking about it's instances in which your self-talk kept you from what you actually wanted 
you know, like from right. the, the excellence that you had envisioned for yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, same with same with with what I'm what I'm talking about in my instance too. It's 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 interesting to think about that. How, you know, our own like I think about self image in that, mm. not just self talk, and 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 that makes me really think about self like habits of self. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, have I created such a habitual loop for myself that makes it so that like I don't it's just like a a negative self-image that I might have created so long ago that Mm. it's now just my story it's not even like I would it's not even an instance of self-talk it's actually just my self-dialogue is such that I'm I'm learning that I'm not this person who I'm trying to grow myself into becoming um yeah I think about I think about that so much right now just in you know because you and I talk about this as well often is like life is this continuous evolution like I'm mm-hmm. I'm continuously building on the the foundations that I have like I'm able to reach to the next the next floor based on what I've created for myself underneath you know mm-hmm. what I mean um and and so yeah that that really does occur to me a lot and I, I really do have to constantly look at myself in that situation is like what am what's the story that I'm telling myself and mm. and and how is that going to allow me to reach the level of excellence and it if some and it's both the am I telling myself the negative story or am I gassing myself up too much you know right and and what am I not paying attention to that's going to come and bite me and am I ready to start paying attention to it yet mm. or am I still just going to acknowledge that I'm not paying attention to it and mm you know hopefully yeah. by the time it bites me i'm gonna be i'm gonna have enough fortitude and strength to be able to handle it you know yeah and i think too you know we we constantly talk about you know being comfortable where you are in the present moment but also knowing where you want to go and and sort of representing also where you're going so it's like yes this is um you know this is who i am now but then what do you kind of flirt with that kind of says this is where i'm going and we've Mm -hmm. kind of talked about in little things like maybe it's maybe it's jewelry maybe it's um the clothing that you buy or or some something you adorn yourself in like that's that's kind of the quickest thing to come to mind but um or something as nice as like all right i'm gonna rest on this cashmere blanket and that's Mm -hmm. kind of just always my reminder of you know things that i nice things that i want um for myself and that's like i think it's totally okay to have these sort of material things um, along the way, if that's important to you. Um, but also as something I mentioned to you in our last kettlebell session was the sort of appetite for risk and like your dreams and your goals and that something should kind of give you a little bit of pause. Like if it's a really big thing that you're going for, um, that something like it's, it's totally normal and fine for your gut to be like, to seize up a little bit and be like, wait, like, should I be doing this? Right. Um, because I, I mentioned this to you before, just that old adage, like if, if, like if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. Like mm-hmm. they should kind of set you off a little bit and be like, whoa, like, because it does force you to, like you said, kind of check the knot five times right, right, right. Um, to kind of do those things. But um, yeah, I sort of, you know, wrestle with that. Oh man, I want to do this, but shoo. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's going to take this much from from me, but I can like I can do it. I can do mm-hmm. it. Um mm-hmm. and so it's that it's that constant balancing act of um yeah, balancing that self-talk. Like, oh, are you ready? Are you ready? Like, no, you got this. You got this. Like, are you sure? <laughs> right, 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 right. Totally. But totally. you don't have that on your resume yet. Well, I will. Mhm. Mhm. <laughs> so, right. yeah. Yeah, and that's what I, I think that's what I meant in in the very beginning when I was saying how the that very last little combination that you said, you don't have that resume that on your resume yet, but I will. You know, it's like yeah. it's that 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 self talk becomes a, a, in this instance it sounds a little bit more like a motivation, like just watch me do it. Mm. In in another instance, it's also like a, the checklist, like you said. You know, just as you checking the knot, like is it is it right? Is the yeah. is that because also it's like we're asking questions based on our experience. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask myself if the backup knot is right because I remember a time when I tied it and it was wrong. Mm. 
And so Ouch. I'm going to ask myself if it's right because mm-hmm. I know that I could mess up and tie it wrong. And I know that I'm more likely to do that if I think I know what I'm doing, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and that's just the reality. I mean, everybody's got the, everybody who drives has that instance where you almost changed lanes and you didn't check your blind spot and somebody came whew, flying right mm-hmm. past you. You know, mm-hmm. oh shit, you know, I got to remember again after mm-hmm. however many years I've been driving, like I got to remember again to check my blind spot every mm-hmm. time, like because. Mm-hmm. And and that's a perfect example for me in the sense because it's like that's that only happens when I'm my mind is somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I'm not actually thinking about driving. I'm not thinking about like I might be thinking about my destination, but I'm not thinking about the operation of the car, which is the checklist that tells me check this, check that, check that, check this, you know. Yeah. And yep. and um that's just uh that's again that that that's the the pitfall, mm-hmm. you know. Um that's the total pitfall. It's, it, it makes me think of shit like, because um, we were talking in, in excellence, we were talking about like champions, you know, I think right. about like Steph Curry, you know, yep. taking a shot and turning like he made it already and then right. missing, yep. you know what I mean? And it's like, well, that's how you lose championships. Yep. You think you made that shit and you didn't. Or mm-hmm. like the person who puts their hands up at the end and then the person comes flying past them, yep. you know, because yep. it, it's just that it's, it's the, it's such a trap. Mm. You know, again, and it's and it's self talk. In some in those instances, it's not really negative self talk. I'm thinking so much about where I'm trying to get that I'm excited. Mm. I'm happy. I'm happy about what I'm doing. I'm stoked. I'm, I'm maybe I'm even thinking about what led me to this point, and I'm still like patting myself on the back. Good one, you know. Yeah. And then I switch lanes and didn't see that somebody was going 90 miles per hour and clipped me. You know. Um, Oh, that is that's just resonating so hard with me right now because it's just it's you've got to you've got to be able to be both in the moment and look where you're going, know where you're going, like like know what you want and where you're going, kind of have the past in mind. I mean, there's really I think sometimes we can get really caught up in saying like everything has to be about in the moment, like that's like mm-hmm. the all you know, the (laughs) super sacred, Mm -hmm. but, um, and being in the moment is important. Like that, like literally doing your operational check, like, okay, what's happening right now, but having an eye on the future of where you're going, like knowing where you came from, Mm -hmm. I think those are also so important. Like it's all, there's this, there's this harmony or there's this synergy between all those things that if we, it's just really, really important. I was, I was listening to a, a, I hate the fact that I can't remember this astrologer's name, um, but he was kind of talking about some of the the pitfalls of just like idolizing the be in the moment and and only in the moment thinking um, mm-hmm. because we like we have to ego some ego has to be involved like to to achieve to be curious to to go after the things that you want and that we shouldn't always just demonize the ego um in such a way that like oh just living in in the moment is like the capstone is like the end-all be-all um and i just appreciate that because i think just having this sort of global awareness of where you're going where you've been and like what you are doing right now so you don't like hurt anybody else hurt yourself um is really important but you've got to have all those all those components Right, right. It makes me think of the phrase like the past informs the present and the mm-hmm. present informs the future. You know? Yeah, it's like um, because I mean, again, it's like there. Yes, there is the live in the present moment, but there is also like in real time relationship. What is this present moment going to mean for the future? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like what is the what is the next thing that I say going to mean for the next couple years? Because mm-hmm. I I might say the wrong thing in the moment and it changes the trajectory of everything that i'm working on you know um mm-hmm. shit we were talking about the, the fucking zoom guys you know what i mean and the people that get like busted on zoom doing bunk stuff you know yep. and it's like <laughs> here's your whole career gone for this moment of enjoyment that you thought you were having sort of idea so like you have to we have to ask ourselves like what what is what is what i'm doing right now going to do for me mm. with, with what it is that i'm trying to do because again if i'm the, the the simplest is that if I'm trying to be this type of person and I'm doing things that aren't conducive with being that type of person, then I have to be able to see that in the moment 
to change it for the future, you right. know, because I have a goal. I have this, 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 this reason for being, right? Mm-hmm. This purpose in life or whatever that's beyond just being satisfied right now, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there's a lot of satisfaction for me, largely what it really, just to round out my perspective a little bit more, it, um, it makes me think of the the philosophies around like the infinite moment like the the moment is constant it's mm. it, because the moment is new now it's new now it's new now it's new like it's always new every moment is just as, as much as your heart beats and my heart beats and i can snap my fingers it's a brand new thing mm. but it's 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 the brand new thing that it was 35 years ago and it's the brand new thing that it's going to be 35 years from now and it's all encompassing you mm. know it's not because even if I just cease to exist right now, that's not my... Somebody's got to come into this room and find me sitting here ceasing mm. to exist, you know. Mm. And and that's going to affect their moment <laughs> going <laughs> yeah. forward, you know what I mean? It's not yeah. just... Nothing is an isolated instance. There's no... You know, there's the, the cause, and, cause and effect sort of idea. So you have to... Again, mm. you have to... You really... There is the necessity to think about all things. But it's like you said, it... it there does have to be that the also the mind on the operational tasks you know um Mm -hmm. but again that i feel like that is tied to drive and desire and and not necessarily just a goal but but like the desire to progress Mm. whatever however it is that 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 you're going to define that word as an individual but um you know if i'm trying to get to burlington you know, it, it behooves me to be thinking about what it is that I'm going to say when I get there. Because when I get there, I'm going to have to have a conversation with somebody, you know. <laughs> um, in the trainer's instance, like if I'm going to see somebody, I'm, I got to be thinking about what we did the last time right. as well. So I have to, they're, they're, yeah, it's such an interesting reality. Yeah. Um, because it makes me think of also like, because again, if, if we're talking about self-talk, we're talking about how that can like derail us mm-hmm. from what we're doing. Mm. Um it's in the absence of self-talk that we're also talking about how it can derail us you know like if i'm not if i'm not scrutinizing myself enough to ask myself if i'm delivering the very thing that you're looking for um then maybe i'm gonna get off course maybe Mm -hmm. i'm gonna deviate and i'm not gonna be delivering that thing anymore and you know if i'm not taking the time to ask myself if i'm doing a good job um maybe i'm gonna that's some scary shit for people that's some scary shit for people that's that's the whole like can you look yourself in the mirror can you look yourself in the eye and actually ask yourself those questions Mm -hmm. and then honest them honest them answer them honestly (laughs) my my brain's like already three steps ahead on that one but yeah and i and kind of a rule of thumb that we have going on in our household here is just sort of the, the power of your thoughts and then the power of your affirmations or the things that you say like um, I think just the other day I said something like, oh, I'm so dumb. And my boyfriend was actually quick to say, he's like, well, don't say that. Don't like literally, like literally don't say that. Because if you say that, like how we can sort of talk our way into reality, like you can literally shape like that, that we all have this incredible power to shape reality, um, in our mind, in our, you know, our relationships in the universe and the power of your thoughts are, it's just it's really incredible. Um, and, and what these like little things, almost like these like microaggressions against ourselves, like things that we can say to ourselves that just can completely derail you. Right. Um, and I just think of a lot of it can happen in our own, I think of it in particular, like negative self body talk, um, and, and appearance that's sort of like something that's close to my heart and experience. You know, if we're saying to ourselves, like, I'm too this, I'm too that, or I'm too, you know, whatever. Um, that's really destructive or about our own intellect or capability. It's just, you know, if, if you, it's like the food we eat. If you're feasting on junk food all the time, you know, like your gut is junk. Right, right, <laughs> like right, it does, right. and you don't feel good and your poo is not healthy. Let's just be honest. Right, like, right. I mean, right? And so our thoughts are like, do we want to be feeding ourselves junk thoughts or we want to be feeding ourselves um, positive thoughts and not in a way that like we have this inflated ego and this arrogance, like I'm the shit, nobody can tell me other, you know, I think there's a, there's a line like to be, to, 
speak proudly and boldly and and unapologetically about yourself without you know like to a harming extent but it's really important um those thoughts and then the things that we say out loud like i said to a you know a good friend who was going for a a job interview and she was kind of talking it like i'm not going to get it though and my response might have been harsh and i was like if you don't think you're going to get it you're not going to get it um and i'm like that might be a little harsh thing to say but i'm like no i mean if if, i I just truly believe that like if you've got to put like put yourself in the running (laughs) right 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 you know um and you know what if you don't get it you don't get it let let, let's move on to the next or can we learn a lesson from that or you know whatever but um i just think mindset is important that the thoughts and then the things that we actually say out loud make an actual difference in totally. outcomes totally i really 100%, believe that 100 percent, 100 percent. um also because you give it like because how's the best way for me to say this if we're not taking the time to change the way that we say things, then how many times are we just reiterating the thing that we're saying, right? So, like, mm. if, if if it's my inclination to, to, to doubt myself or to say that I'm dumb or to, to see myself as as something less than what I am actually, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm if if I'm not taking the time to check that and see myself for how I actually am or or see myself as as whatever level of intelligence that I have and try to manipulate it however I need to, um, then then I'm just filling my mind constantly with that junk, like you said, you know, like mm-hmm. if, if I'm only ever seeing myself as the diminished version of myself, um, and I don't stop that, then I'm just I'm just putting that many more tally in that in that category of like i'm not shit you know Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna keep on proving to myself i'm not shit because no matter what happens in this situation i'm gonna look at it as that's another example of my of my self-talk you know Mm -hmm. right so like i think i'm i love myself right i have a lot of self-love like i do i love myself (laughs) in that way right Um, yes and it's it's a conscious thing it's it's like it took me looking at myself honestly in the mirror right after probably years of not looking at myself in mirrors because i wasn't the type of person who could look at myself and be like yeah i'm I'm excited about everything that you're doing Mm -hmm. you know what i mean um and not to say that like there aren't there's not still growth that i'm going through right there's not i'm not uh, like i'm not the cat like the list of things is changed like my spectrum of how many things that i'm working on might be different or mm-hmm. have evolved um but there's still stuff to work on definitely i mean thank mm-hmm. god that's like that's evolution of a human being trying mm-hmm. to actually interact with my relationships and community and surroundings um but at the same time like i'm not I'm not self-deprecating, you know, mm-hmm. like I look up for myself. I write, I write myself a sweet letter or buy myself something nice just the same way as I expect somebody else to do it for me mm. or that I would do for somebody else. Like I have the same level of love that like I don't, you know what I mean? Like I have a love, mm. I have a, a similar level of love for myself than I would for a friend of mine because I do a lot for myself. You know mm. what I mean? I, I just made myself lunch in this delicious cup of tea. You know, mm. I set up this awesome conversation with this great person in my life. Like, I've done. I'm getting uh, weepy. <laughs> but it's the truth, you know. So, so with that said, um, with all of that kind of like self hype, um, <laughs> is 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 the reality that like that drives my my self talk. So when I look mm. at a situation, it's going to show me like the example of why what I'm telling myself is the truth. You know, so like mm-hmm. when we talk about like I can do it, I, I can succeed, I can make it, I can reach that goal, I can do that thing that I'm trying to do. And then the whole floor falls out from underneath us, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's, and then somebody else is like, oh man, it's the worst thing in the world could have happened to you. But I'm like, no, actually, like, I, it's crazy to sound, but it actually turned out to be great. You yeah. Know? It, like that actually turned out to be the driving force that gave me the last little bit of push that I needed to go. You know, we yep. started off this podcast talking about our, like, the, the, the episode one of Let's Get To It. Um, and if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. Yeah. Um, but and, we started and, off talking about... And all the other ones. <laughs> right, and all the other 24. Um, but we started out talking about our trajectories and how, like, mm. 
the thing that could have seemed like the worst idea to make to somebody else or this thing that might have seemed like the the this is the bottom of the barrel actually proved to be the jump off point for everything else that happened after that that was infinitely better like right oh my god it's so and and but again that goes back into self-talk like I'm, right. I'm not blowing smoke up my own ass like i know that me flipping a car over in a winter time in 2014 changed my perspective on life mm. which led to me going to a party that i might not have gone to which led to me meeting my wife which led to me treating people different than i was used to treating people mm. which led to my beautiful fucking life mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't, yeah. like I, and i mean it just like that like yeah. i like this is this is cool cool like if i could yeah. turn this camera around and you could see out of the window without it like blowing out the 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 shot i would do that and mm. it's wonderful and you know it took sacrifice and it took hitting rock bottom and it took mm. pivoting from that and it took recommitting and it you know and and all of those different things that come with that opportunity to talk ourselves out of a reality versus into a reality oh i love that yeah Talk yourself into a reality and not out of a reality. Right, Did I get right, that right? right? Yeah, totally. Write that down. <laughs> That's today's quote. Right, right. Well, I was right. thinking too how beautiful something you said when you first began and something actually um, my therapist gave me a homework assignment. This is a long time ago and also like normalizing therapy and people having relationships with, mm-hmm. you know, therapists, which is oh, a relationship yeah. with yourself and working on that. But, um, my assignment that I was given was to write myself a love letter. And mm. I was kind of like, what? <laughs> when when uh, I was first given this assignment and, um, and for a moment it, you know, it was at a time where, you know, I was a little ashamed, like it was hard for me to write but it's really good homework for anyone out there. Like literally sit down and don't wait for someone else to write you a love letter, write yourself a love letter. And I love to, that you brought up treating yourself like you would treat the, that person in your life that's super meaningful to you, whether it's a friend or a partner or family member, like you deserve to be treated that well by you <laughs> right, right. um you know and uh so i just i really love and cherish that idea and it's um yeah everybody's homework if you haven't mm-hmm. already done so like literally like just sit down and write yourself an ode to yourself um a love letter to yourself and um and just kind of see what comes up and notice you know it was is was it really hard was it really easy mm-hmm somewhere in between because we are all on our own journey um of acceptance and forgiveness and and all of it and um and and you're your own greatest project you know and like it's we've talked about it before so much like investing in yourself believing in yourself um and how how important that truly is um and when you when you do do those things, like you have a glow and an energy that attracts others as well, right? Like I believe in Mujib. Mujib really believes in Mujib. I believe in Mujib. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a, uh, it really is kind of, it's a contagious thing. So um, it's, it's, it's really, but it's got to be genuine, right? Because I think also like the fake shit is pretty easy to spot too. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um and with that, you know, sometimes it does, it, it starts with inserting the imagination for oneself, mm-hmm. you know, as somebody who had to work on these, these things and, you know, like it goes back to the envisioning idea of like sitting down and like picturing myself in, in the place that I want to be or in the position that I want to be in or in the mirror with the things that I have, you know, like, Mm. like I've talked about my tattoos before and like, I didn't have them that first, you know, there was a time when I didn't have them on my body or when they were just open circles and they weren't filled in. And I'd look at myself in the mirror and I would see this person with Mm -hmm. his tattoos filled in, you know what I mean? And, and it's not just because I wanted ink in my tattoos, but it's because of what I knew that, the version of myself that achieved that would have also achieved in the process of getting that. So, mm. um, again, it just takes that, like that 
sometimes it does take that that deception of the of of the image of the personal image mm-hmm. you know because if if we're seeing ourselves as of of as being less then sometimes i have to deceive myself mm-hmm. by i'll put quotes on the deceive myself right because it's not actually i'm all i'm doing is looking at the actual aspects that are my good genuine aspects i'm looking at the truth of myself i'm saying mm-hmm. like well if i'm such a piece of shit then how does X, Y, and Z keep happening to me? Or why does this person, you know, as a business owner, it's like, especially a small business owner, it's like, I'm going to reach out to my clients and ask them, like, what do you, what is it about me that you like so much? If I can't see it in myself, mm. you know, and then they're going to be like, well, you know, I really like, I like your demeanor. Like, I like how positive you are, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, oh, damn, you know, I like how positive I am too, actually, mm. you know. Um, and sometimes it takes that little bit of like, actually no voice in my head that's telling me that i'm i'm not capable of getting this like i've gotten something like it actually you know what i already have it in the future so i'm just gonna focus on that you know like those sorts of like self images that we can throw in and i'm getting a little bit more i'm kind of talking around the idea of of tricking the subconscious and mind into believing something that is only true in the future um but that goes into what you were talking about, which is shaping our world. It's it's taking the time to envision ourselves in the position that we want to be in so hard that our subconscious mind starts to see that is mm. what's actually going on is my road to that. You know, I think I think you're hitting on something really important, though, for for folks that may be in a place where they're like, oh, well, I'm not you know, I'm not quite there yet. I'm still working on that or I want to believe in myself, but I'm just not there. I actually think. I feel like what you just did was to give folks permission. Like, it doesn't all have to come from inside you, and it, and I don't think anybody expects that it will because that's that's also that's really difficult. And so, I think part of it's really important to surround yourself with people. It can come from a partner, you know, even in, and be simple as asking, like, you know, why are you attracted to me, or what do you see in me? Because I, I figured out some things about myself through the eyes of my partner and what he loves about me. And I'm like, oh, you like that thing about me that like I never liked. And it helped me cultivate a likability or even love for something that I normally used to either try to hide or, you know, ignore or something. So using whether it's friends or like you said, clients, um, you know, you, you, it's perfectly acceptable. And I would say like, do this, um, you know, ask other people and you might, you might find a doorway to love something about yourself that maybe you didn't like, you're like, Oh, okay. You know, maybe these people do really like my laugh. I don't have to cover it up. I don't have to hide it. Um, you know, or, you know, what are those things? So I would encourage folks to, to do that because I don't, I don't think we can be expected to just like find it all on our own. Um, all the time it's not gonna happen (laughs) it goes back to what you were saying not too long ago in a couple episodes back where it's like the only i only get one dimension of myself Mm -hmm. you know i can only see myself from one dimension i can't see all the different dimensions of of my personality i can't see how that thing that i didn't realize about myself was really the number one driving force of this run relationship over here or Mm -hmm. you know that 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 way that i am it just i am that way all the time but that is the thing for this person over here that they're like wow that 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 shit about you is really what gets me you know mm-hmm. yeah because also it's like sometimes you, you and you you don't have to be willing to hear the thing too like the thing that you didn't want to hear as well you know mm-hmm. like i as a as a man who is like raised in in misogyny and everything like that like anybody else who kind of came up in a world of like men fighting men and and growing up as boys fighting boys to be men fighting men um Mm -hmm. have had to hear times when my my toxicity has come out and somebody's Mm. like actually you know you didn't let me get a word in Mm. and i and i'm like well you didn't assert yourself and they're like well that's i shouldn't have to assert myself to have you listen to me you know Mm. it's like oh shit well damn i come from a place where you do have to assert yourself to have somebody listen to you like well i don't we're aren't we meeting in the middle Hmm. okay well shit well thank you for telling me those times when i'm stepping on your toes because Hmm. i'm used to everybody stepping on everybody's toes over here you know Mm -hmm. and we're trying to evolve and grow together right now so again yeah but you can't have that without the conversation a nod to our communication episode for those that (laughs) haven't listened to it yet because we do talk about that yeah you know 
and that's mm. a constant process. Oh man, I think we're probably about running out of time here. Yeah, we're there. We're there. Somehow awesome. I knew that. This has been really fun. We're gonna. I think we're gonna do this again. Yeah, in I this, like it like this. this in this fun. format, we're gonna we're gonna give you guys a little visual representation, a little auditory representation um, <laughs> for those for those that are interested. And um, please, like, hit us up. Let us know. We'd love to hear from folks. We'd love mm-hmm. to maybe expand and start to have people on. The show? Can we call it a show? Are we a show? We're a show. Yeah, yeah we're officially a show of 25 <laughs> episodes. We're a thing. And uh, always, this is really fun and, and, and a really fun new medium for us to take this to. Um, it's, been, it's been awesome. Yeah, oh, yeah. I've enjoyed it the whole time. It's yeah, great. this is really cool. So we want to thank you guys. Remember your homework assignment. You're going to write that love letter to yourself, okay? And uh, you're also going to allow other folks to kind of shine some light on what they love about you so much, and, mm. and that's going to be a wonderful gift. Yes, so, I love it. Yeah, I uh, hope everybody takes great care. And uh, my name is Sarah. My name is Mujib. And peace out. <laughs>